Is. Us is geeksters. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 219, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Sorry, uh, you gotta understand, <laughs> I have been up. It is now uh, 11th, it's oh, 20 to midnight here on a Sunday night. <laughs> yes. I have been up since. 6.30 this morning. I have not seen my house. I have not seen my bed. I have not. I'm starting to get delirious. So, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome. Uh, here in part two, it basically is video game central. That's right. Um, Stacy and I had grand adventures through space and time. We talk Assassin's Creed. We talk Batman. We talk Division. We talk Destiny. We talk Titanfall 2. And then we talk the ever-elusive golden goose for the year. That's right. The NES Classic con- wow. System. Uh, console. The little, <laughs> little, whatever it's called. I can never say it right. The tchotchke. The, the, the thing that's on everybody's hot item list this year. It's bigger than Tickle Me Elmo, Ed. <laughs> it's bigger than the Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> it's bigger than whatever it was last year. What was it last year? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. But before we do that, usually before Ed went away on his vacation, we um get you know, do our Thursday night movie night. Yes. This week's well, last week's movie was Kevin Smith's latest film, Yoga Hoser. Yes. Okay, now, there's a mixed mixed bag of emotions about the movie. Because yeah. it was you, it was me, it was Stacy, and it was our friend Dave Sipon. Yes. Um, Stacy, I know, didn't like the movie. She didn't like it at all. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it for different reasons other than the movie part. Right. You know, um... As a movie, it really didn't. It, there were some cute moments. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't playing to the middle aged man. It was definitely playing a younger crowd. Yes, kind of thing. And it feels that way. No, no, I meant younger, like like teenage girlish, pubescent, like twelve, thirteen year old girl kind right. of range. So right away, I'm I'm out as far as the, the core audience. Mm. For me, it was. Well, what did you think? Uh, I thought it was uh, Clerks for the next generation or the new generation. Okay, like some people, it'll it'll find its audience eventually. Yes, like I, I can see that. Sure, yeah, because you know? it was kind of like the the same kind of. I mean, Clerks was more of a realistic film of like a day of the life of a clerk and now right. like what's going on in his life kind of thing. Uh, this is more a little bit more different than that, obviously, because it's not that style. Because it was more of a horror esque yeah, kind of like film. A, yeah. So, and it was a little bit bizarre of like a horror comedy, right? You could say, um, you know, like I've seen worse films, yeah, that's kind of how know, I felt like I've, know, seen, I've seen way worse, you know. So, I'm not, I'm not like gonna, you know, uh, diss it because of that, but uh, it wasn't like 
you know, he's made some great films in the past. And you go, you know, and then, you know, Tusk was the, the one before that, which was really good. Yeah. And then you, you see this movie and you go, wow, he really went off the, the rails well, on yeah, this one. Yeah, he went, I'm going to go with something completely different now. Right. And it, it, it's either going to connect with you or it's not. Right. I enjoyed it not necessarily for this as the movie part, but the... As everyone knows, I'm a movie guy, and I'm a, I'm a huge Kevin support Kevin Smith fan. Seeing these people interact because, like, okay, um, Charlie Quinn Smith and Lily Rose uh, Depp, mm-hmm. which is Johnny Depp's daughter, right? Um, the two of them have been friends since they were kids. They've gone, they've grown up together like since kindergarten. So it's kind of cute to see two best friends starring in a movie together. It's mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. On a personal level. Um, when I back in '94, I had the option. I had the opportunity to go to um, an Askew Fest, which is when Kevin Smith was still considered an independent. Film, he's still considered an independent filmmaker, but mm-hmm. when he was still coming up in the ranks of being a filmmaker, when he had made two or three movies under his belt, he liked to do these film festivals where he he you know, play his movies, play a couple of his friends' movies, things like that, things that he enjoyed and he went to share with people. Mm-hmm. And my sister and I got a chance to go because Mark, my friend Mark, was supposed to go, but he couldn't make it, so I bought the tickets off of him, and it was in Red Bank, New Jersey. Now, we being in Philadelphia, Red Bank, New Jersey, is about like an hour and a half because we went, I think, yeah. not even an hour and a half. No, not that long. Maybe an hour yeah. away. You know, you make your uh, you know, your yearly op- uh, you know, opus to, to, what do you call it, the, the secret stash, buy some comic books, and you go, I was at Red Bank, New Jersey. I shopped at Kevin Smith's comic book store. Right. Which is on the which is on the show of uh, comic, comic book, book man, man right? right. AMC. So, um, good plug, Ed, good plug. Yeah. Yeah. So when it was ninety four and it was a snowy February, and my sister and I are there, and we're the line of people that try to get in the theater was real long. It was real slow. And we couldn't understand why. The reason why is because Kevin Smith was standing at that door, shaking everyone's hand and thanking them for showing up. He was also married to his wife Jen. And Harley was like three, maybe two, maybe three. Mm-hmm. And there she is all bundled up, and it was snow on the ground, and she was eating snow. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, because that's what kids do. Right. And of course, everyone's like, oh my God, it's so adorable. Don't eat the snow. Like, come on. Like, it was like that kind of. And then to see her so many years later being in, like, her dad's film, mm-hmm. I was like, that's kind of nice mm-hmm. to see her act with her mother in a scene, and then to see Johnny Depp act with his daughter and then to see Ralph Garman because I'm a fan of Hollywood Babylon mm-hmm. to, it seemed to be more like a it would be like if we decided to make our own movie and be like it's just all friends having a good time yeah. with some special effects and some goofiness mm-hmm. like it's either going to hit people or it's going to not hit with people right. movie wise it had its moments some cute moments mm-hmm. and that I chuckled genuinely chuckled but again I think I laughed more like when Ralph's doing his you know his his the, the whole like third act of the movie is him doing his funny voices yeah, and stuff impressions, like that. Yeah. His impressions. I was like, look, there he is. Like, that's that's rough. Hey, all right. So I enjoyed it on that level. But as like I said, a movie, I was just like, ah, I've seen worse. Like Well know. the thing was because you're I'm watching this movie and of course it's two teenage girls on their phones. Right. Like constantly like that kind of like and then the the lang- the lingo they use is that younger lingo, so it's like it's lost on me. Obviously, right. you know, kind of thing. And then you, you, you think back about it and you go appreciate it and you go, you know what? Probably when clerks came out and there were certain phrases that were used, like the older audience was like, What? Like Right. You know, like 
kind of thing. So that I'm like, you know what? I, I, I kind of get that, you know? And, and then when you said Ralph Garvin, the depressions, you know, like, like Mal, it's like, this is, this is where I am, you know, from, you right. know? And of course the girl's like, who are these people that he's yeah. making impressions of? And you're like, <laughs> you're like, oh, so teenagers. When he pulls out the Adam West and you're like, okay, that's pretty good. And the girl's like, oh, who the fuck's that guy? Like, you know, <laughs> and you have, you have, Two girls and Johnny Depp in the middle, and he's going. That's actually pretty good, you know. And it's, I'm like, he's fucking had to Ralph Garman, schlub, radio guy who does voices and is acting with Johnny Depp, yeah, and his daughter and her daughter's best friend. It's like, what a weird, like, experience. I would just, yeah, like you just kind of like, oh, God, I wish I could just hang out on the set that day just to be to see the the camaraderie. Mm. And apparently, Johnny Depp. I mean, I know he's gotten kind of slammed lately. He's like a super nice guy. Like every time he's like, he's like, you guys did really good. Like he's really encouraging and really yeah. like, there's like, he was having a blast. You can kind of see him like, there's like, like, okay, you and I picked up, like he had, in Tusk, he didn't have the mole. Yes. But at least I don't think he did. But in this movie, they gave him a mole and the mole moved around his face a la Men in Tights. <laughs> you know, Mel Brooks, I'm going Look at the Mel Brooks knot. I'm like, all right, I get it. This is a movie that's not supposed to take itself. So I kind of got it really more like that mold of you're right about Man of Tice, but was started with the young Frankenstein with the hump. Right, the he hump. Goes, was it on the other side? Like, what hump? Right. It it just like I'm like it it touched on the things like oh okay that's good like I, I, I yeah when you see it you go okay I know what he's doing you kind of loosen the, the 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 for me it was like okay I can like, like lean back and just kind of watch it and not be critical because I'm like okay I get where you're going mm. let me just kind of just watch it unfold yeah you know I mean like I said on a scale of one to five it's about a three for me mm. like I mean I'll, I'll if when it hits the bargain bin on Blu-ray I'll go oh look here's Yoga Hosers what are the special features eh, it's worth five bucks you know <laughs> Well, good luck finding it because, like I said, I want to actually, I want to actually have a copy of it because I like to collect the, <clears> the films and I, and I'll still look for it. I'll still buy it. Actually, well, I won't wait for the five dollar bin. But like Best Buy didn't carry it. It's like yeah, fuck, fuck you, Best Buy. <laughs> like, like, it's, I, it's, how much money I gave you? You can't bring me Hoyerker <laughs> hosers. Come on. Like can, if you can't give Sean a phone, why you can't get me a movie? My movie's way cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it would have sold. It would have. They people would have bought it. Yeah. There's Kevin Smith fans out there. <coughs> They're from Philly. They they go. They know what it's at. Yeah. I mean, worst case scenario is when we make our annual trek to the to the stash, there'll probably be autographed copies there. Those are selling for like twenty bucks. You go, I'll oh, buy that. Yeah. It's an autographed copy. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks for watching this. It either you either loved it or hate it, but thanks for buying. You know, like <laughs> K Smith. <laughs> so there, there's our review. Um, yeah. But. Like I said, sit back and relax while we go old school video game. Ed, what's wrong? Right, we're in that part. I didn't forget what part we were. We're in. in the opening of part two. Oh, oh we're not ending this. Someone, someone's, someone's getting fatigued. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those tabs. Ed's trying to get him. Like, he comes walking in, and I'm like, hey, we got 10 seconds left. Quicks jumps in, trying to adjust his chair, you know, get back in the comfy zone. Um, before we actually get back to Stacey and ours week, uh, there is one thing I do want to announce. 
as you know, I I move jobs. Yes. I mean, not I'm not really jobs. I move stores. Yeah. One of my coworkers wrote a novel. Yes. And I want to bring it to everyone's attention. Uh, if you like books like The Dresden Files, Iron Druid, Repairman Jack, or uh, Felix Castor and other supernatural detective stories, okay, this might be up your alley. All right. Right now, it's on your Kindle for only two ninety nine. Ed. No, wow. Yeah, so I mean, it's not bad. Like, you know, so I'll get a Kindle. I think you have one, don't no, you? No, I don't have. Oh, one. all right. Well, anyway, it's uh, it's it's a Sam Church novel. It's called Demon Days. Uh-huh. It's by uh, Jace Ridley. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's here's the synopsis. Sam Church can find anything for a price, but after finishing a simple job for a client, Sam came home and earned two bullets in the head for his trouble. He died. After a short stop in purgatory, and with the help of a fallen angel, he's back on Earth trying to figure out who killed him, and more importantly, why. Between trying to piece his life back together, get the fallen angel out of his head, and find answers, he ends up at the center of a conspiracy with biblical implications. Wow. If you ever thought being killed was the worst thing that could happen to you, think again. Sometimes destiny can be a real pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm probably gonna. If I, I wish I had a Kindle, I'd buy it. Two, I mean, three bucks. That's how I fell into the Geekomancy pit. It was like a 99 cent book. Yeah, and I was like, eh, for 99 cents, what I I blew a buck. Bad big deal. It actually sucked me in because the story was good. What? <laughs> I blew a buck. Yeah. <laughs> just just in time for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's some of you know then, right? Because uh, you, you were so you said that you were switching. Well, yeah, stores. It's, it's one of my it's one of my coworkers. Okay, wrote the book. Uh, Jace, I work with him, so he was like, hey, when I first got to that store, we all chit chat, and I go like, yeah, I do radio shows. Like, oh my god, I just finished my first novel, and I'm, it's being published through the Amazon. I'm like, get out of here! You gotta let me know what it is, because I definitely like what's it about. And he kind of gave me a synopsis, like. Well, that's pretty cool. I I kind of like that. I mean, I remember the Dresden Files. I've read a couple of those books. Mm. I remember the semi failed TV show <laughs> <laughs> produced by Nicolas Cage, you know, <laughs> on the Sci Fi Channel. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to look into it. Like, so nice. I figured I'd give him a little shout out. Go, cool, you know, awesome. I mean, for three bucks, what's the worst that can happen? The book sucks. Yeah, eh, you know, you go eh, okay. It was three dollars. It's not even lunch. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's a tip. For a shitty waitress. That's right. You know, so there you go. There's a little, I'm passing down the knowledge of reading, Ed, to our listeners. There you go. You go learn something. Do some book learning. Go, go, go. We got ourselves a reader, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be right. Nope. Nope. All right. So anyway, Ed, uh, Stacy and I. Yeah. Wow. What? Mm-hmm. I was like, Ed, Stacy and I. It sounded like you were going to say Ed and I. No. Stacy and I, Ed, yes, got some video gaming in. Yeah, um, she's been kind of quiet, so I guess we'll. Um, I we got the Batman Telltale series for a steal. Okay, a really good price, actually. Um, <laughs> well, and, I figured discount. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> for those who don't know, the what I think we talked about it on the show when it was coming out. Um, it came out earlier in the year. It was called the Season Pass Disc. What it is, it's it's a Batman series. Mm-hmm. It's five episodes, and it's along the vein of the Walking Dead game. Oh, Wolf Among Us! You know, mm-hmm. I, I I was super addicted to that game. Even yeah. though it was real quick, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Telltale makes really good games. Like they just, um, I might pick up the 
Borderlands Tales, Tales from the Borderlands, because that's like super cheap too. And yeah. I really like the storyline. Like the, it's a good story. Mm. And what's nice about it is, is that there's moments in the story where you get to make a decision, and that your decisions kind of affect how the rest of the story plays out. Okay, kind of like. When we were kids, we used to have those choose-your-own-adventure books like, yeah. hey, you've come up to an elevator. What floor do you go to? If you pick floor f- six, go turn to page 97. And yeah. if you pick floor three, go to 107. And one of those things was always a shitty ending. Yeah. And other ways would kind of branch out and finish the story. Mm-hmm. Tell- Batman the Telltale series is, 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 is let's say, season one. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, she... I, I was sucked into the storyline. I... I mean, you, you're the one who played it, most of it, so why don't you give your review? Okay, I was just waiting uh, for my uh, turn. I'm doing the setup. Uh, <laughs> I could have uh, set myself up. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so, we picked it up. Yeah. What was one of the things that we picked up mm-hmm. this week that was video game related. Right. Um, we got it on the day that the fifth chapter was released. On, like... Coincidentally, is how it happened. Okay. Um, because we thought that we were going to still have to wait for a couple more chapters to come out. And then when I got home, I was on Facebook and noticed that they were all out mm-hmm. the day we got it. So I was like, oh, well, that's, you know, now we don't have to wait. So that's really good. Yeah. Um, what? I don't know that I was just stretching. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting back. I can, <laughs> like, I might crack open my pretzel and eat while I'm watching. Oh, you're, okay. It's not a crusty one. No. <laughs> Ed's gonna yell at you for crunching in the mic. No, it's not gonna not crunch. <laughs> the bag's annoying there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ed, let's put it in the fire. <laughs> let's have a fireside chat. Let's have a fireside chat. <laughs> Can we please punch him in the face? <laughs> um, That's your job now. See, I don't want the police called on me oh, for domestic okay. abuse. Well, you want me to do it. <laughs> I won't call the police on you, Ed. We don't believe in that stuff in Texas. <laughs> um. Anyways, so I really, really liked it. Okay. Um, Sean keeps saying that depending on what decisions you make is depending on how the story um, plays out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's so much that or if it's the way you interact with people. I don't think that the story is going to change. Okay. Because I played all the way through. Um, Sean watched while I played. Right. Um, and then he started his own but hasn't gone all the way through with it. And at this point, he already knows what's going to happen. Because like I said, it doesn't feel like the story is going to change. Okay. It just feels like the interactions that you have with people and the way that the conversations go, mm-hmm. like that might be a little bit different. But ultimately what happens, I can't see them changing it no matter what you push or like what choice you make. Right. You know, um, I'm not going to say what the big, oh my gosh moment was mm. because then it'll spoil it. And if you know, like I probably will never ever play it again. It's um. It definitely feels like you're watching a movie. Okay. Uh, each chapter is about an hour and a half, give or take. So like you could pop it on in the morning and be done with it by the late afternoon. Yeah, you know? I mean definitely. Okay. If you wanted to, um, now that all the chapters are out at least. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, penguins in it. It's a really cool penguin. I really like him. Doesn't look anything like the penguin, and I still really like him. Okay. 
um, much more Oswald Cobblepot than the Penguin. Okay. It's kind of like in the, when he's becoming the Penguin. Penguin, okay. Um, there's a new person, Lady Arkham, in it that she's a pretty big deal, so I'm not going to go into it about her, but... Um, it was definitely an aha moment. You're like, what? I didn't know that was going to happen. You know, both me and Sean were like, well, we didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, it definitely took, uh, like, what you know about Batman's history. Yeah. It kind of spun a little, a little bit. Okay. A lot of it. Because it's, it's, they did something that's never, ever been talked about or done okay. in any Batman universe. Okay. You know, the, the character that they twisted up has never been fucked with. Ever. Okay. Um. I wasn't upset because the character. That was, was my neck. What was my question? I was like, well, the person that they do it to is not like a huge deal. I mean, they kind of are, but not in like the grand scheme of Batman things. Mm-hmm. Not really. She's just kind of there, if that makes sense. Okay, you're not gonna say who it is. No. Nah, because that really would it'll it'll spoil, ruin it. Would it. Yeah. Spoil the what yeah. moment? Okay. Um. After, when we get off of air, I'll tell you who it is and all of that. Because okay. I'm assuming you don't care that no. it's both. Okay. <laughs> um, Catwoman's in it. Harvey okay. Dent's in it. Right. Um, Harvey Dent's in it. And the, between him being Harvey and him coming becoming Two-Face, it's very um, pre-everyone becoming who they are. Okay. You know? Um, the Joker's yeah. in it. I-, I would say it's almost like what you kind of hope the Gotham TV show would have been. Yes. (laughs) Yes. If it was about Bruce and not James Gordon. Right. Um, so I really liked being, it is very much so about Bruce. I mean, Batman's in it, but when you're making the decisions that you're making, you're making them as Bruce Wayne. Some of them are as Batman, Mm. but if you're making it as Batman, it's going to affect Bruce. Okay. Whereas, like, if you're making the decision as Bruce Wayne, it's probably not going to do too much for Batman. Okay. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, it was was fun. It kept my attention. Um, I decided not to play it while he wasn't home because the story's really, really good. Okay. Um, It's one of those games that if you don't mind sitting there and pressing a button every once in a while... Go for it. Play it. If you need a game where you want both hands on the controller and you need, like, some action, do not play this game. Okay. It is not that at all. It's literally like watching a movie. And every once in a while, you get to decide what the character says. Right. You know? Um, half the time, I had I was playing with one hand because you just had to choose triangle, square, circle, X. X. Sorry. I'm like, what the fuck's the other option? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So disappointed in myself right now. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so like, like I said, half the time I just had one hand on the controller. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, it's like you have to push down or you have to push up or left or right. And then. For- but it's not, it's not like one of those things where you, it's like, do it now. Like, and you, you have to like time no, no, it. Just it is. Right. It is. It, it it is. is. It's what they're called in, in the industry. It's called QTE quick time events. Okay. Where you. Like, if you're in the middle of a fight, someone's throwing a punch, you got to, like, dodge the punch by swiping to the right or swiping Mm -hmm. to the left. Right. And then, if not, you get hit or there's, like, a timing issue. Or sometimes, in the case of um, one instance, if you don't do something real quick, you die. But, again, it's just like, oh, you fucked up. You would like to try that again. Sure, there's no, like... 
And then it picks up right where you left yeah. off. It's not like you have to go for 15 more minutes just to get back where you were. Like there was one um, as Batman, you're in a fight with this guy who I have no idea what his name was or who he was. He didn't visually look like anybody that I know. I don't even think that he like means anything to the Batman universe. I just think that he was someone cool to stick into it. Okay. Um, imagine Mr. Freeze without his suit on. He was kind of blue. Okay. And real big yeah. and bald, you know? Mm. So I was like, is that where they're going with that? But I don't, I don't, as, as it plays out and you see that person more, it doesn't feel like that. Visually, that's just what he looks like. Okay. Um, but there's one where he's goes to grab Batman's head and I was like talking to Sean or something and it's like, you know, if you go left and I didn't get it fast enough. So he like squeezed Batman's head and he pokes his eyes out and then it's like, oh, you died. Try again. <laughs> and then it's like two seconds right before he grabs. And I'm right. like, oh, okay. And then I got it that time. Um, in the beginning, it was really slowly timed. Mm-hmm. You had like a lot of time to make the to to make the move. Right. As the chapters go, if you weren't paying attention, you were going to get hit, and if you get hit too many times, you're going to die, mm. and you have to play it over again. Um, the choices uh, in the way that you converse with someone mm. were timed also, which I have a love hate relationship with because it's like um, if Bruce and Alfred were talking. Mm-hmm. It would tell you, it would give you three, four, but the triangle choice was to, Strawn says it was to not say nothing. I think it was like an already programmed choice. Okay. Like a computer generated choice. Because I picked triangle a couple times and he wasn't silent. He just said like a really generic response. Okay. You know? Um, I think they're designed like, if memory serves me right, because I remember reading during The Walking Dead, like the three dots is kind of a, just a, a neutral response okay and then there's one which is a little bit cruel a little bit softer and one a little bit more sarcastic right so you can kind of you can kind of tell or made how you visualize batman right right um but um it was like uh if bruce and alfred were talking as the choices pop up alfred wasn't is not done saying what he needs to say mm-hmm. well because i love mass effect so much mass effect is that kind of game a conversation will be happening and you'll have to pick what you want your character to say for the conversation right the only difference is is it's not timed <laughs> so i could let the person that i was talking to completely get out what they needed to get out before i made a decision on what i want to say back Mm-hmm. You know, because like I don't want to make a decision if I don't even know what you're gonna say. You right. know, and and that's how it was. It was timed, maybe like seven seconds. Okay. You know, it wasn't very long at all. And there's like a little bar at the bottom that tells you how much time, like your time's running out. Choose, choose, choose. Right. Um. None of the choices were like too long, but you did have to read them all. Right. And then think about it. You only get a little bit, a few seconds to do that. Yeah. And then sometimes I would choose something and then the person I was talking to would finish their statement and I'm like, fuck, if I would have known that's what they were going to say, I'd have chose something else. Right. But it didn't get, it didn't want, I'm assuming they didn't want the game to ever have like a, a pause. Okay. So it was like, by the time you chose, as soon as that person was done saying that what you were saying, you would have a response already ready for it. Okay. So like I like I said I have a love hate relationship because I'm glad there wasn't that pause where I'm just like staring at the screen like what am I gonna say what am I gonna say what am I gonna say there was like a nice flow but at the same time sometimes I was like shit if I would have known that's how they were gonna end that statement I'd have said something different right you know um but overall it was really fun being the Batman person I am 
there wasn't anything that happened that I was like, oh, I hate that. One thing, um, I guess I can talk about the Joker because yeah. he's not okay. The Joker's in it, mm. and it is pre him being the Joker. Now he's white and has green hair, mm. um, and he is in Arkham Asylum mm. and. You end up in Arkham Asylum. Something happens. Okay. And Bruce ends up in Arkham Asylum. Makes friends with the Joker. Well, because you get to choose the relationship that would you have with people, I'm like, well, they're going to be besties. I'm going to make him besties. And while I was playing, this is in like chapter four. So I've mm. already done like a lot. Um, while I was playing it, as soon as Sean sees it, he's like, they're going to, you're going to make them buddies. I'm like, absolutely. That's his best friend. Whether he wants to admit it or not, they're besties. They can't survive without each other. They need each other. Salt and pepper right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I just love the relationship. Like, that you, it's our moral energy. No, no, we're not moral. We're best friends. That talk about my best friend. Yes. Like, I can see Batman and Joker arm in arm. And a, <laughs> skip a, it away. Skip it yes. away in a field of dandelions. Like, yes. talk about, you know, throwing water balloons and laughing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, something happens, and Bruce does not know who this person, who the Joker is. Okay. He doesn't have the name the Joker yet. You know, he hasn't become the Joker and they never say what his name is. Um, the one of the doctors who's in there, it's the same doctor that trained Harley Qu- Harleen Quinzel in the animated series. I can't for the life of me think of her name right uh, now. Yeah, it slipped my head too. But as soon as she said what her name, uh, Leland something Leland yeah. is her last name. But as soon as she said what her name was, I was like, "Ooh, babe, that's her name in the animated series." Also, right. Joan Joan Leland is her name. Yeah, that's okay. her name. You don't even have to Google it anymore. I know that I'm right. Um, anyways, as soon as I said it, I'm like, oh, I really like that. Cause I like when things pick up from my favorite Batman, which is the animated series and will always be. So when I see that stuff, I'm like, oh, good job. You know, that makes me happy. Um, but, um, (laughs) he is not, he's just in Arkham. He's not the Joker yet. Yeah. So Bruce doesn't know who he is. So I was kind of confused. He's a Joker, not the Joker. Right. And she tells him, she's like, you know, he won't give anyone his name. We just call him John Doe. Cause, and I'm like, oh, okay, so there's no one still not going to say what his real name is, which mm. is fine with me. Complete. I don't think that we should ever find out what his real name is. I kind of like the fact that he's quote unquote nameless. Mm. If you put a name on it, it just changes his character up a little bit to me personally. I like the mystery behind who he was because it doesn't matter anymore. He's now the Joker. Mm. It's just personal preference. Um, But, uh. I had to pause it for a second because I was really confused by it. I was like, why doesn't Bruce know who he is? Because he's green hair. He's white skin. He looks like the Joker. Doesn't have any lipstick on. But again, they're in Arkham. It's not the first time we've seen him without lipstick on when he's locked up. So mm. it, it didn't surpri- that part didn't surprise me. But I had to pause it and I was like, Sean, why doesn't he know who that is? Because Batman is the reason why he looks like that. He should know who that is. And Sean explained it. He was like, well, Stacy, think about it. If after he falls into the vat, you know, he has the red hood thing on Uh, and he doesn't take that off until he comes out from uh, the sewer or however you want to word what it's called. Yeah. Remember when he falls, when he has the red hood, he falls through it. He comes out the other end and he still has the the mask on and he takes off the red hood. And that's where you see him for the first time as a Joker. Right. Bruce Wayne slash Batman never sees that moment. Right. So... There, when you see the first time Bruce Wayne and, and John Doe, they call him, interact, he doesn't know him because I'm like, well, in my head, 
the logic gap in me wants to fill in me going, okay, well, maybe he was wandering the streets and they just threw him in there. Maybe he did a crime and they threw him in Arkham Asylum. This is before he actually even met Batman. Right. He's like, maybe he didn't do anything bad enough to get on Batman's radar yet, which Mm. is why Bruce doesn't know who that is, or he doesn't realize that he knows who that is. Mm. Because it never talks about how he became to look like that. It doesn't touch on any of that. So if you didn't know that about the Joker, it would be seamless to you Mm. playing the game. But because I know that, I was like, what? And then I'd pause and then we talked about it. I'm like, oh, okay, I can see that. Unpause. And I kept on going. It didn't even bother me anymore because I had to think about why he wouldn't know. Mm. Um, there's a little chunk of Zaz is in it. Mm. Um, a little chunk of the ventriloquist is in it. Mm. Very slightly. Um, you kind of see it. And again, if you don't know these characters, you won't realize that's who that is. Mm. You know, like you walk into like um, like a commons area where a bunch of Arkham inmates are kind of sitting and you walk past and I'm like, Oh my God, that's Zaz. Cause you can see there's not a lot of scars on him, but there are a few on him that are already look like tally marks, you know? Mm. And then there's a guy talking with like a sock on his hand and both me and Sean looked at each other and I'm like, Oh my God. So like, like I said, if you didn't know those people, you might not catch it. It, it was good Easter eggs. Yes. Yes. My, my, my mic popped there. Mine did too. <laughs> um, but overall, it was I. I really did enjoy it. I'm excited to see him play it because at the end of every chapter, it tells you what other people chose okay. and how your choices and their choices were the same. Mm-hmm. Like it's like um, you know, seventy six percent of people chose like you did. Here's a good example. There's a moment where you, as Batman, have an option to save either Harvey Dent or Selena Kyle. Okay. Stacy chose to save Selena Kyle, mm-hmm. right? Saving Selena Kyle affected Harvey Dent by turning him into Two Face. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do the exact one. It's my turn. I'm going to save Harvey, and I'm going to see what happens. Like, does my interaction with Harvey stop him from being Two Face? I don't think it's going to stop him from being Two Face mm-hmm. because it, it is a predominant part of the game. Yeah. But. I think Harvey's emotional response to me as Batman might change because okay. because in the game what happens to him and, and they they do the uh, burned like like um, I would say the Dark Knight version of of Two Face where mm. his face is burned right um, and it's directly related to the decision that you make mm-hmm. so I'm thinking okay well. If I make this decision to try to save Harvey and he still turns into Two-Face, is the relationship between Harvey and Batman going to be different later on in the game when you see the two of them again? Mm. You know, it's it's like little things like that. And, and there's a moment where at least I did the first chapter. When you get done the completely game, the complete game, they'll go, well, hey, how would you like... Here's the kind of what you decided. This is the kind of Batman you created. Like, hers was more merciful than anything else because it was compassionate. Because, like, the decisions that she made during the course of the game was tailor-made to specifically her, mm-hmm. by her choices. Like, there's a moment where you beat Carmine Falcone and you have a, a decision to make. You can either have him arrested or brutalize him. She went Batman, legitimate Batman, by having him arrested, by hanging him on a, on a, a bent hook, and 
it's in front of a, a camera, like in front a of helicopter. A, a helicopter. So like a all news. of Gotham is watching what you're about to do. And it does tell you there is like a, a moment where Gordon's talking or, or someone's talking. They're like, oh, my God, what is Batman going to do? And while I was playing it, I, I told Sean, I want to see if I can turn that Batman since apparently what I say and do affects how the game's going to go or how people see me. I want to turn him into what I know, mm. you know, um, to me, that was more difficult than it was to turn him to something that I don't know. Mm. Cause that means I have to make the exact right decisions to turn him into the Batman that everybody knows and loves. So it was a little bit like of an inner challenge for me. Mm. So when that specific thing happened, I wanted to brutalize the fuck out of him. But I knew that with all of Gotham watching, because there's like a news helicopter pointed and showing, <laughs> mm. that it was going to make all of Gotham feel some type of way about Batman. And this is like the first chapter. So I'm like, well, I don't want them to hate Batman. If by the fifth chapter, they still don't love me, well, then fuck them. But right now, <laughs> I kind of need them to like Batman. Yeah. So I'm not going to brutalize him. I'm going to go ahead and let him get arrested. You know? Okay. Um, it is definitely... You definitely have to think about it a little bit. I'm taking the easy route. Whatever decision she makes, I'm doing the exact opposite. Basically. So I decided to brutalize him. Right. <laughs> and because in my head, I, in my own personal head, I want my Batman to be feared. I want him to be the thing that when you tell kids at night, you better be good or Batman's coming to get you. I want him to be what to put fear in the hearts of all criminals. Yeah. I don't, that's my Batman. Yeah. And and so I'm going to try to tailor-made my Batman into be like, a, you, you you want Batman to come after you? Then, then you finish that pizza. Like, you know, <laughs> like... <laughs> you eat your vegetables. You eat your vegetables. And not Batman's going to come get you. Like, I want him to be a, a nightmare. Yeah. So I'm going to play my way to make him, like, kind of be kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are... There were a couple... Like, when I chose to save... it. It is Selena Kyle, but she's dressed like Catwoman. Mm. It's, it's not just Selena Kyle. Right. When I chose to save her over Harvey, Sean was like, did you mean to do that? Are you sure? And I was like, yeah, because I already know what's going to happen to Harvey. He's going to get turned into Two-Face. I can handle that. I don't know what's going to happen to Catwoman. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. So I'm going to go <laughs> save her. I can deal with Harvey becoming Two-Face. That's how it works. Mm. Everybody knows that's what happened. I've dealt with Two-Face a thousand times over. What's going to happen if I don't save Catwoman? You don't know because she's always there. You know, so I was like, mm, I'm saving Catwoman. And there's another one where the big villain of the game tells you to take your cowl off and show them who you are. And if you don't, there's going to be some pretty serious consequences. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm not taking it off. And Sean's like, Stacey, you do realize that now this this huge consequence is going to happen because you didn't take your cowl off. And I'm like, Batman doesn't gamble with his identity for anyone, <laughs> not for nobody. See, and, and, and in my head, when the time comes, I'm taking my cowl off because, number one, I want to do the exact opposite <laughs> she did right. just to see what happens yeah. now because I've I, I got nothing invested in this game. I see how it plays out. Yeah. So now I get to play in the sandbox. Yes. But in my head, I'm like, in that particular moment, with what happens, Batman would take that cow off. He would because of who and what was going on in that situation. I think psychologically it needed to happen. She didn't see it that way. She's like, Batman, fuck Batman. No, Batman will never take his cow off. And I'm like, in my head, the Batman, like, 
I, do, I guess I have to hear the scenario. Yeah, I'll tell is, you what thing yeah. is the scenario because I and it that's what's interesting. It's like I'm like, well, okay, I it's easy to kind of pick the same thing she's did. Cause like, yeah, okay, you know, I'll, I would save Selena Kyle too probably in this situation because Selena Kyle, you know, <laughs> you're Batman, you know, but because she already did it, I know how it turns out, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm going to see what happens when you save Harvey because I honestly think she can handle herself. Catwoman. Yeah. She don't need Batman all the time. She don't need no man to save her ass. So, and, and you have a connection with Harvey in this game. So obviously I'd want to save my friend. Yeah. Not some chick who I'm not even bagging yet. You know, <laughs> so I'm, you know, so it's like, <laughs> I've seen her in action. I fought her in the first chapter. I know she can handle herself. Right. So she doesn't need me to save her. So I'm going to try to save Harvey because in the story, Harvey's running for mayor. Okay. And so you're like, I, he's, he's the hero we all want him to be. Like, right. I got to save him just to see what would happen. You know? Anyway, so that's, that's I recommend the game because it was a lot of fun just to watch her play um, and to see how the story folded. Because, again, Telltale makes a hell of a story. Like, I'm actually looking forward to, like, season two. Because they're going to make a sec a sequel because it left off on a like on a, a cliffhanger, not really yeah. a cliffhanger, more like a oh, there's there's a bigger plan here because well, in in that bigger plan, I had told Sean I was like, why didn't this person come back? And Sean's like, it's not always about that person. I said it always comes back to that person. <laughs> and then the very last sentence of the game is that person. And right. I'm like, I told you. It always comes back to them. Yeah, I know so, my Batman. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, when the game comes out, do I buy the season pass <laughs> disc or do I wait the five months and then just buy it again and just be able to, so I can, we can just barrel through the whole season again. Yeah. Because it, it was really good. Outside of that one, though, I, you know, because like we spent so much time on Batman, there was also, she picked up, she wanted to try the division because she likes shooting games. Yeah. So I, I was not home when she played it. I, I so I don't know what her. Um, and this one's gonna be real quick because I told myself I was gonna play it today and then got caught up watching Criminal Minds. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play it at all today. Um, I was far too pissed. Ironically, I probably should have shoots it with the way that I woke up this morning, but whatever. Um, <coughs> so I like shooting games every once in a while. Um. I needed to have like a good story for it to catch me. I don't want to just run around and shoot shoot shit. If I want that, I'll play Call of Duty, right? Not the case with this though. So we're at GameStop. Sean tells me about it. He's like, you might like it. He's like, I did play it. It is a nice little story. He kind of told me about it. And I was like, okay, well, we'll get it pre-owned. If I hate it, we'll take it back. Like it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not a big deal. I don't mind playing games that have been out for a little while because if I haven't heard anything about them and I'm not like super into like game news you know like um some people are so like if if a game comes out sean has friends like with final fantasy he has friends that talked about it he knows all this stuff about mm-hmm. it he never even had to play it right. that's not me if i know about a game it's because i actually played the game it's not because i asked my friends about it or anything like that mm-hmm. so we get it um there's a couple things that i really like about it i only played like 30 minutes of it so I think it has unlimited ammo. Sean says that it doesn't. Mm. But while I was playing, I wasted a lot of ammo <laughs> and never once had to go get more ever. Mm. Like it, um, with shooter games, I'm used to like walking over the person that I shot and picking up the ammo that they had on right. them. Yeah. None of that happened. So I'm like, oh, well, shooting game with unlimited ammo. I'm in right. right instantly. I don't have to worry about running out of bullets. 
done sold i already like the game right sean says that's not how it happens but so far i haven't had to get no more ammo so i think the game is unlimited ammo (laughs) um basically smallpox hits new york city Mm. and you are a part of a um like an army that's not really an army i guess right um, and they call you to be like, hey, come in because our real army people can't handle this. So you're a part of a militia. A militia, yeah. right. Um, uh, big word for Ed. <laughs> Check out the big brain in Ed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like that I, I can visually customize my character. Right. And you know, I'm a girl. So I like when the person that I'm playing is a girl. You know, like I'll play a guy if I have to. But if I have the chance to make it a girl, I'm going to. Um, Those are outfit color coordinated. No, because it didn't let me do that much. Not yet, at least. You do get more outfits. Yeah, like I have, I did go through like the settings a little bit and like. um, It's nothing frilly. It's, you know, it's winter. So it's (laughs) jackets and hats and stuff. I will make winter frilly. Whether he, I mean, I already got like a colorful tattoo going all the way across my neck with like these really cute sunglasses and her hair is like kind of purple. You know what I mean? Like, so I tried to make her as colorful as the game would allow me Uh with only the starter stuff. <laughs> um, but yes, I did try. Okay. Um, but uh, one of my favorite things about it so far is when you're running through the actual streets of New York, and I've never been to New York City before. Mm. So I, in my head, this is really what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Whereas like um, some games that take place in real cities, you're like, well, I've been there and it's not really like that. Oh, look at you, home front. Home phone is actually taking a place in Philadelphia. Nothing about it is Philadelphian whatsoever. Fuckers. You know, so in my head, this is really what New York York City looks like. You know, like when he was playing Mafia and it was taking place in New Bordeaux, which was supposedly based on New Orleans. I've been to New Orleans. That's not how it is. Right. Maybe like back in the 60s, it was like that. I obviously didn't go in the 60s. But these days, it's definitely not like that. Right. Not even close. Um, But... This is, it's actually like they're calling it New York City. The streets are really named those streets. You really have to go to Central Park. Like, you really have to go to all these actual places. Okay. So, I really do like that. It is in the wintertime, so there is snow. Fun fact, when I am playing a game that has snow on the ground, one of my number one things that I have to check for, just as like a little personal tweak, is if my character is making footprints in the snow. Okay. Because if it's not, I feel like the game developers were cheap. You know, like, <laughs> give me some footprints and make it look like I really just walked that far. Yeah. Because if there's not, I'm like, you could have done that. That wasn't that hard to do. You did all this other shit and you couldn't have footprints. That's cheap to me. <laughs> it's just like a cop out kind of. So it's like one of my number one things to check for. You know, like in, in the Batman game, when right. he's walking through snow, I'm like, my character's like spinning around trying to find find. Probably- <laughs> I like the fact that she's looking down. Yeah, yeah. She's telling us. She's, she's, she's actually acting out the looking down, <laughs> spinning around. That's why she dropped that. I'm like, she spun around really good. <laughs> Sorry. Um, there are footprints in the snow, though, so I was really proud of that. Okay. Um, but when you're running from point a to point b you're what to your next waypoint mm. there is like a floating orange line above your head mm. that tells you exactly where to go okay because there's like cars all over it's like mass hysteria in new york city so it's kind of like, hard to see like street signs like every other day in new york yeah sure. it's kind of hard to see like street signs yeah. and it, it really kind of looks like post-apocalyptic a little bit so it's really, I, it's really nice to just follow the little orange line. It always looks like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I don't know that. I've never been there. To me, it's pretty. 
Yeah, we'll find, yeah, they, we'll they, find out. Apparently, there's only one camera shot that was really good in New York. <laughs> and nobody touches that part because it's... Right. <laughs> um, But, I mean, from what I played for it so far, I liked it. I don't know if I'll do, like, a lot of playing. I don't know if I could see myself, like, getting lost in it for hours, mm-hmm. like, while he's at work. I don't know if I could do that. Um, But I could definitely see myself... Uh, Sean doesn't get home for, like, another hour... I don't really have anything on TV to watch. All my laundry's done. So I'll play the game for a little while. There you go. Like I, it's I could a time killer. It's a time killer. Exactly. Okay. Um, then anything else like that? Well, we picked something up that is like the hot commodity for this year. Well, before we get to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, real quick. Ezio's trilogy. Yeah. Got it. I did the opening scene of um, the second one. They didn't really do much in the remastering part. Kind of let me down a little bit. Because it looks just like the PS3 version. Really? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, eh, it, it, it's not as... I was hoping for more crispness. Uh, and I'm like, all right, you know what? Well, how much does it go normally now? Like, if you, if you, if you, if I went to GameStop and bought it, how much would it cost? Right now, it's it's three games. It's Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations. It's the Ezio Trilogy. Okay. It's $50 at GameStop. See, that's, see, that's to me, though, that's like the kind of thing, like, yeah, you're not going to get a lot of differences when you're spending for three games fifty dollars you know like if you're, you're right i i do kind of agree because it is all it, it is all on one disc and we bought arkham return to arkham which was batman arkham city mm-hmm. i mean Mark, Ar- arkham asylum and arkham city they did fully remaster it because both games are on their own individual disc yeah so it was like and it looked gorgeous so like when i put this disc and i was a little i was opening up and i'm like oh there's only like you know one disc because i got all I right get, i get ripped off you know, like I was like, I got one at the edge. I was like, well, I'm also thinking, I'm going as a computer guy. I'm going, why do I have much spaces on this disc? I guess those games were a lot smaller than I remember. Like, yeah. I spent so much time in that world, it just seems to be like I expected the game to be bigger. Yeah. So, so playing it, I'm like, okay, this is, I'm, I'm in, but it plays from between then that game and now the current games. They changed a lot of the mechanics. So like you're still playing the old the the, uh, the Assassin's Creed two mechanics. So you do have to hold. It's not the R button. It's it's the X button to run faster. Yeah. They changed a lot of it. And you're like, it feels a little bit. It, it feels like it's in its own way now. Yeah. Because they didn't remaster it. They should have. If they would have went back and remastered it, would gladly. I would have gladly paid like sixty five bucks for three discs fully remastered and have the controls that now that I'm used to. I can't, yeah. you're asking me to take a t- step, step back, back yeah. after you've already gone two steps forward with like syndicate. Right. Cause syndicate's beautiful and it flows real nice. And now you're asking me to go back and play one of my favorite character in my favorite trilogy and, and going, yeah, but you still got to use the old controllers. And I'm like, I don't remember how to do that now. <laughs> Cause I'm now I'm, I'm muscle memoried into black yeah. flag and all the other ones. Cause you changed it. And I'm like, fuckers. You know, <laughs> then the other game we got was um, Titanfall Two. Titanfall Two, and it's enjoyable. Yeah, you know, I did the, the the that weekend. Yeah, but because we had enough um, trade credit, I was able to pick up Titanfall Two because it was also on sale. Yeah, so I got a pre-owned, and it's the storyline's really good. I'm I'm kind of sucked in because you have this really nice relationship between you and your your robot, your your mech suit kind of mm. guy. I'm not really a mech suit because it talks to you and all, but because you're new at the job, you kind of have an option of like one or two choices. You're going to be like the real serious guy or the jokey guy. 
Like there was a moment where you get to pick up a gun for your mech, uh, yeah. your mech robot, your Titan. Sorry, your Titan. And he goes through the the specs of the gun, and you have an option to say, "Oh my god, that's a really awesome gun," or or, you, or do the jokey sounds like someone's in love, and I chose that one. Of course, right? Of course. So the Titan goes. Well, love is defined by this, 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 and this. So your analysis, I would say I'm 50% in love. Like, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm going to like this game. Like, I, I get a buddy I can joke around with. This is going to be awesome. And kill things. So I'm like, I'm really kind of into it. I would be into it more if I didn't get suckered back into Destiny because it's Christmas time. So they have their, you know, the Sparrow Racing League is up again. Uh. And, and, the, for year three, they announced that certain quests you can get the icebreaker, year three icebreaker, which was my favorite gun in year one because it's got replenishing ammo and it's a sniper rifle. It's uh. like my favorite gun of all time. So now I'm like, I wonder what that crazy bitch Destiny's doing today. Like, <laughs> eh. so like when I was playing, like like last night I came home, long day. All I wanted to do was kill things. And I said that, but there I am at Destiny racing. <laughs> you know, I'm like, she's like. I thought you wanted to kill things. I was like, I, I, well, I'm racing. Like, I want to get this. Like, uh, I have to get this to get that. And I, I, I want to go racing. Like, it, you know, so it kind of sucked me back in a little bit. And I know that that runs, it's a timed event. So it runs till January 3rd. So yeah. I'm going to try to get as much Destiny as I can. But by the same token, Overwatch started their winner thing. <laughs> so it's it's like, oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> like, as I love Overwatch. And I could drop in and drop out any time. I don't feel like I'm. I'm beholden to, well, the new thing started. I feel like if I can dabble in it for a little bit, I'm good. I can get a couple rounds mm. in, I'm good. But for Destiny, it's like, oh, I can fall down that well. Woo! And there's new tracks. So I got to learn those tracks yeah. again. The older tracks, I, I'm i still like, okay, takes me a couple rounds. But um, I'm starting to get back into it. Swing. Oh, yeah, I can feel it. And then new track, I'm like, like, I don't know where anything's at. Let me just, no, I'm, I'm in last place. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, go. And it's over. I'm like, but I got a new shader, so I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> like, like oh, I got a new ship. That's great. Oh, I got the gold ship. And, and oh, my God, I just got the gold shader. So it's called the Midas Touch. I can be the gold guy. I can be like C-3PO driving a C-3PO looking kind of, oh, this is going to be great. I'm last. <laughs> but besides all that, yeah. we got our hands on the NES Classic Console. You got it. We got it. All right. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> How good is it? I mean, um, first of all, it's itty bitty. Mm-hmm. It is literally the palm of my hand. All and right. my I mean, I, I'm a big guy, but I'm. It's still, I would say it's about six inches long. If that. If that. The controller, because they have to use the original controller, at least mm. the, it's about as long, as wide as the controller itself. Yes. Okay. okay. So, and again, you know, you have, you have one controller, the cable, you have to have the cable attached to the front. <laughs> yeah. It has an HDMI port and it's got a little micro USB port in the back for the power supply. Yeah. Meaning I could plug it into my PC if I wanted to and, and try it. And play through that way too, as yeah. long as it's hooked up to the HDMI. It's got the thirty games, classic games, classic look. So right away, first thing we do is we pop on Super Mario Brothers three because face fucking lived that game, you know. Yeah. So did her, 
But the problem is the, the cord they give you to the controller is maybe like three feet. That cord's like a foot long. <laughs> like I'm not. It's like that long. I, I realize like nobody can see right. that. But <laughs> it's I'm, not that long. Pause. <laughs> but showing you, like, if I it's, see it, All it's right. like the length of a ruler, yeah. maybe a ruler and a half. Okay, like maybe three foot. He's giving, he's giving it a lot of fucking credit when he says three foot. <laughs> no, it's my number one complaint about this fucking console because you have to sit really fucking close to the TV. Now it's not a big deal because if you have, uh, what's what size is your TV? Forty-seven inches. Okay. The screen that you're playing on is not taking up all 47 inches of that. Uh-huh. So it's okay that you're like a little close, but if your room is set up like ours is, right in front of the TV stand, there's like a laundry basket, you know, so that it's like not in the way of anything. Uh-huh. It's like who the fuck sits right in front of the TV stand? So when we play, we actually have to take the game system off of the TV stand, set it on the laundry that's sitting there, and still sit kind of close to the TV because the cord for the controller is that fucking short. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Wasn't there a time where he's like, if you sit too close, you'll hurt your eyes? Right. This and I mean, and <laughs> I first, guess, I guess the Asian people don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, there's also enough tchotchkes that you can buy because you can buy um, extenders for for the cord. Okay. There's also a wireless one that you can buy. Okay. You know, so I might look into, like, wireless options. Yeah. <laughs> Just because we still need another controller, because now what's even more elusive in the console is the actual X-second controller. Oh, right. Because it's like, <laughs> hey, let's go play Super Mario Bros. two-person. It's old school, like, one controller, like, okay, I died, your turn. You know, <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I whatever. died, your turn. Yeah. Or, yes. like, I got passed as well. Like, when I was growing up, you die, you pass it. Yes, yes. In her world, it was... You got past that world, you you hand it off. Like no, yeah, you go until you die. die. And that meant if that meant that person stayed there for an hour, you, you watched. watched. Well, look, watch, bitch. I had an <laughs> older sister, okay, yeah. who's seven years older than me. Yeah. So when I was a kid, the very first console I ever had was the Super Nintendo, yeah. not the original one. Uh. But my sister and my cousin did have the original one. So until I got to actually have a soup, which was still a hand-me-down of theirs, I never even got my own. I'm a middle child, okay? Uh-huh. I didn't get shit that was new. No- I got it, and then it was so used up that my little sister got something new. Like, I just, I just didn't get the new stuff, okay? So when I when you have an older sister like mine, and, and I love my sister Sarah, but if you think I'm bossy and bratty, I learned it from her. I learned it by watching you. She's ultimate bossy and bratty. Uh So it was like, okay, Stacey, you can either play until you die or you can play until you win. Either way, (laughs) you're passing the controller. So like I beat a level and I go to hand it to Sean and Sean's like, no, you didn't die. And I'm like, oh, I actually get to go to another level? (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually going to get to keep going? I always had to be Luigi. Always. I never fucking got to be Mario. So when we do get a second controller, I'm fucking being Mario. I will be player one. It will happen. I spent my whole life being player two, okay? I don't want to be player two anymore. I was always player two, and it was my younger brother all the time. We played I, I, I mean, well, my sister and I are 10 years apart, so any of the video game stuff I have, I was the only one playing. Yeah. So I was always Mario. It was never Luigi, because by the time she got around the planet, I was already on to something new. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, here's a hand-me-down. Go play fun. Um, 
Shit, you can be married all you want. I'm fucking look at look look at this. You you can play with your eight bit. I got sixty four bits here. <laughs> <laughs> you're old you're li- school. You're, you're living large. Living, you're loser. I'm living large in sixty four bit glory. But what's funny is is that um, right away after we played Mario, we got it out of our system because you have to get it out of yeah, your system. system. Right, yeah. Played a little Castlevania. Surprisingly, how much I remember going, hit this brick, there's something behind it. It yeah. was freaky. I was like, and I'm scrunched up to the front of the TV, and I'm like, <laughs> I almost felt like when she was playing, I almost wanted to take a photo and go, look at me, I'm playing Super Nintendo with a girl in my room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely it definitely captures that nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you know, there's the uh, Legend of Zelda one and Legend of Zelda two, and yeah, you know, I dabbled. In, you know, I kind of perused through because there's 30 games. Played Bubble Bobble. I'm excited. I remember playing hours of that in the arcade. Yeah, um, I also Punch Out. Went right to Punch Out too. I was like. <laughs> If I, wiggles the eyebrows, move! <laughs> bam, bam, bam! I, I, she was like, "Did you talk that much shit when you actually played the game?" I was like, "No, <laughs> I was too busy focusing on going. When's it gonna blink? When's it gonna blink? Now!" <laughs> he talked a lot of shit while he was, and I never played, never heard of that before. You know what I mean? Like the only <clears throat> games, little bit of Donkey Kong, I knew about, but it was mostly like the Mario's is what yeah. I knew about. So, like, a lot of the games that are on that, I never even heard of. I mean, Zelda, but between Donkey Kong, Zelda, and Mario, there's probably, like, one, two, three, nine games between those three, and then yeah. all the rest of them are, like, games that I'm like, I don't, I don't know what yeah, that like, is. Yeah, like, Castlevania 1 yeah, and no 2, when I said Castlevania, she's like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, a video game with Dracula in it, well, that's, that's my shit, <laughs> you know? That was a great game. Alucard, that's why I used Alucard for all my D&D characters after that, <laughs> you know? Because Alucard's Dracula backwards. <laughs> like... I was like, oh my, it's like you don't even know me. <laughs> but then again, I realized that that game was out before she was even a glimmer in her papa's eye. Like, yeah. you know, I was sitting there going, like, punch out. Like, obviously, it was when we were kids, it was Mike Tyson's punch out. Yes. But because he's not in the game anymore, I haven't gotten to the part where they, I know they replaced him yeah. with a Mike Tyson lookalike. Yeah. And I get it. It's not the original, but I got my ass handed to me by the flamenco dancer. <laughs> I would not admit that on radio. Oh. It's really funny too because he gets to that that guy, you know, uh. and he's like, Oh, I remember this guy. He's a flamenco dancer. He's a pussy. And then the round starts. And then he gets his ass handed I to got- him. Cause I could, I forgot the timing. Like he blinks, and it's yeah. like he does. I'm like, I know I'm supposed to go left, right, left, right. Like I'm supposed yeah. to dodge, but something's wrong with my timing, or um, my muscle memory is I'm older, yeah. so my timing isn't the way it used to be. So like, I would get the first dodge, but by the time I get into the second dodge, I'm already getting hit. Yeah. And once you got hit, it was like, boom, 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 that's boom, it. Boom. I'm like, over. fuck. It was over. And I was so mad. I'm like, I'm gonna lose to this fucking prick. <laughs> Like, this guy's the one who's going to take me out. Like, I remember the, the, what do you call it? The obvious, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there laughing, going, you have the, the Scottish guy with the mustache. Yes. I mean, and you had the Asian guy who was like, 
okay, well, they didn't really care about stereotypes back in the 80s. So, I'm like, <laughs> boy, you can tell. Like, <laughs> like, like that, did that Irish guy, did he just have a drink before he walked in that ring? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, flashes move. Bump, 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 bing, 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 get the little star. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. Flamingo guy, pff, I got this. This guy's a pussy. Just dodge, dodge. Bang, bang. I'm like, what? I, I almost rage quit from a game that's 30 years old. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was so mad. I was like, Flamingo I was kid. like, really? This is the guy who takes me out? Like, I'm sitting there. I remember the hours I spent. And I'd be, be like, Super Joe. I'd be like, all right, you know what? Super Joe was a hard yeah. one. I get that one, you know, but Flamingo Kid. Yeah, I was so mad. And and at the end of every round, they give you the code, the key, the pass key <laughs> that I remember as a kid writing down so I could continue my game. Yeah. Because there was no save. It yeah. was, here's a code. It was like nine nine, nine digits. Mm-hmm. And then when you started the game, you hit continue and you had to enter in that code. They still give you that code. So I'm like, am I I have to grab a fucking pen and pencil, but I think they added like a little flash memory so you can actually save the games. Yeah, the only real critique I have problem, and I maybe because I have to actually read the booklet that came with it, is that it doesn't seem to be able to quit any game. Like, in order to quit it, I have to hit the reset button. Yeah, and I'm like, but I want to be able to kind of maybe it's, I'm spoiled at this You're point. You're spoiled, you are, because there was no such thing back then. of... Uh, I'm at a, I'm at a point that I I need to like go to dinner or something like that. Like you had to turn it off. Like whatever you did, you lost. It was gone. I, I mean, I was okay with the losing part, but I mean, with 30 games on this menu, if he, I'm playing like if punch he was out, play, yeah, if he was playing punch out and he wanted to go back to the main menu and pick Super Mario. You couldn't. You had to play reset. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if you're playing PlayStation, you push circle, and it lets you go back, you know, to, like, the right. previous yeah. menu. Yeah. But I told him, I was like, you're going to have to push reset. He was like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. And I'm like, you're going to have to. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> like, how that's, that's what it was. That's what it was back then. We never had. I'm, I'm spoiled, I guess, <laughs> you know? I, and there's a couple games that there is this, I want to say, like, it's a Zelda ripoff where you're on an island. I forget the name. <laughs> Tropical Island, I think it's called. And it really is a Zelda ripoff game because it's like you're this kid. And it's like, hey, don't tell anybody, you know, you're I think it was Dr. like the Jones. GameCube that you first got the, uh, uh, like, quit. Like, option oh, okay. in the middle of the game. This was like, uh, like hey, your, your father, Dr. Jones, he's missing. Don't tell anybody. And everybody, everybody I'm bumping into, yeah, hey, Dr. Jones, he's missing. You're going to go find him? I'm like... This is the worst fucking secret ever. Like, I'm like, no wonder why no one bought this game. Tell him about the jump. The jump out. So I'm playing this game, and it's, it's like I said, it's very Zelda-esque. Yeah. Because you go into this tunnel. You go into a cave. And what was the game again? I think it was called, I think it was called Tropical Island. I think. Uh, okay. Something like that. Something like that. Because I, I never played. It was a game that was never on my radar. Because yeah. I was too busy panicking over Mike Tyson. Like, when, when's it going to throw that big uppercut? Duck! Like, I remember, like, I think it took me like an hour to f- beat that thing. And when I did, I felt like I was a man. You know? <laughs> like, like, forget my bar mitzvah. It took me days. It, it took me days to beat Mike. You would go to school and talk about it. Yeah. And come back home, punch that coat in. Get right back at it. <laughs> <clears throat> but this one is uh, you go into like a cave and then there's these slug like creatures or snails you got to attack, you know, yeah. to open up the door to get to the next level. And there's water. And I didn't know I, I was able to jump. I was like, oh, my God, I could jump. Like, it was like this revelation. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, I was so used to just kind of be able to jump and do things. Yeah. 
to actually be able to to discover it on my own, it was like, oh, oh, I could jump. I was like, I was like a little kid. It was, it was. She was laughing her ass off. I thought it was hysterical. His face of surprise when he realized <laughs> that there was a jump option because he's playing and like he's beating the little slugs, and they're like, "We're gonna give you a star. It's a fucking yo-yo." Okay, <laughs> both me and Sean are like, "That's a yo-yo. That's not a star. That's a yo-yo. They don't know what yo-yos are." Like it. You're like, phew, yo-yo, and you hit the you hit the slug, right? Yeah. You throw the yo-yo, you hit the slug. And, of course, the slug only has, like, one little pattern it goes back and forth on. So it's not it's not like it's going to come chase you. You have to go to the slug. Yeah. You know, like, right. Think like Frogger, right? Yeah. So then there's one, and there's, like, these little rats, and there's, like, these little blue squares that you have to jump on that are clear, or green squares that are clearly floating over blue water, like, 8-bit graphic water. So it's, yeah. it's just blue. Yeah. You know? like, it looks like a carpet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It's just like a carpet. Because there's always that, like, those few lines you're like or like must- little bitty white dots or it starts off at the end pool it's like it's like four four squares yeah then it goes to like eight squares and like 16 yeah. squares right. you go okay that's that's where the water, water. Yeah. <laughs> um hmm. but so he goes and he's like well i don't know how to get across to that because there's like there's there's what you can't just walk over it right he's like i don't i don't know i don't know what to do and he's like stuck you know and i'm like well, can you jump? And he's like, I don't know. So he pushes B. Yeah. yeah. I have a 50-50 shot of getting it right. It was either A or B. Left <laughs> <laughs> trigger right now. No. Right no, no. trigger. No. Nope. Let me try A. No, let me try B. Oh! Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I can jump! He was so excited that he could jump. Yeah. Pretty soon, pretty, if you play this for a while, after a while you're going to have to see his tongue sticking out. <laughs> Uh-huh. Holding onto the controller as he's jumping, the controller is going to jump. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> or, or as you're trying to ju- like with Super Mario, I'm trying to remember how to run, and I'd be like, "Okay, hold PB and then, and then just jerk up," or like, or, or jerk up. the shoulders are start going as you start jumping. You're like, "Come on, go, 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 go. go. you're tilting." Like, and you're moving. You're like, no, 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 hit that. Ah, son of a bitch. Well, there was one where um, when we were playing Super Mario, the third one's my favorite one, <coughs> right? Uh. So we're playing it. And I'm like, okay, I remember like some of the little tricks of this mm. where like um, you could duck behind some of the 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 brick things. The background, I guess, yeah. Like the background. You could push down and it would let you fall behind it. Yeah. And then you could like walk behind everything and nothing could get you. So like I remember that. And there were certain ones where I was like, if I jump all this, I know a star comes out. You know what I mean? So like there was certain stuff that it, even I still remembered about it. Mm-hmm. But it come with, a certain part came up and I couldn't remember how to get Big Mario to scoot under the brick that only like little Mario can walk under. Yeah. You know, like if you're big, you got to like duck and slide. slide yeah. You got to run, duck, slide. <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't remember. My fingers just wouldn't do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, okay, let, let's count it off. On the PS4 controller, you got two triggers on the right, two triggers on the left. Uh, you can, you can, you got the directional button. Uh, you've got the, the analog button on the left. Yeah. On the right, you got a second analog, but uh, controller you also have four buttons. Yeah. So, and then on a PS4, you also have the touchscreen sometimes. Yeah. And an option button. Yeah. And you know, so at two, four, it's like almost like a dozen things at this point <laughs> to get reduced down to A, B, and a directional. Sometimes you get <laughs> fucked up. It's yeah. like, what the f- son of a bitch? Why can't I do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, I can juggle shit. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm an assassin. <laughs> like I play assassin. I you know what I mean? 
I say the fucking galaxy many times in Mass Effect, yeah. and I can't get the scoot slides. Bigger <laughs> Mario, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like that was, that was always the magical moment because you saw somebody do it, and you're like, "How the fuck do you do that?" And they tell you the controls, and you go, "Okay," and you try over and over again. You uh-huh. use like you start yeah. to slide, you stop, and you're standing up, and you're like, "Fucker, I told you to slide, yeah. slide, motherfucker, slide." Yeah. Or, or you yeah. run too fast and you slide yeah. under. And you're like. Fuck! <laughs> like, it's the simplest thing that, like, I've played so many video games where it's like, okay, well, if I hold this button and pop this trigger a couple times yeah. and then do this, like, fuck you, give me a sniper rifle, headshot, 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 headshot. Okay, now run and scoot and slide under that brick. Fuck, I can't do it. Like, what the hell? That's that. I had and, to give it to Sean. I was like, Sean, will you scoot under this brick And I was like, me, it's two fucking buttons. What the hell? It's like. I'm like, and you know me on on the show. We talk. I can't go back. And yeah. but here I am, like, motherfucker. Why can't I? Like, okay, there's red blanks, blanks. Oh, like, I'm like, fuck. And then the part of me is, I never got to finish Legend of Zelda. Yeah. So I'm starting, and I'm like, okay, we'll take this. It's dangerous. I'm like, oh, I got my sword. I remember that. And walk around going, I still don't know where the fuck to go. <laughs> like I, I played this game like a million times, and every time I played it, I know still don't know. Look, I'll go into this town. Okay, like, hey, look, hey. And the woman, and all of a sudden this woman's like, oh, well, come inside. I'll help you out. And I'm like, she's a whore. Because <laughs> next thing I know, like, it's like, okay, well, she gives you your health back. I'm going, oh, that's GTA before GTA. I just got a hooker. Can I kill her and take her money now? I'm like, wait, no, wrong game. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I don't think I ever played the second one. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I, but see now here's, this is where I haven't told her this. And she's, I can't wait to hear the response. There is an actual strategy guidebook <laughs> for it, for, for this, the console itself. Really? It's, it's you're going to, you're going to cringe. It's a $50 book. <laughs> You're not buying that. <laughs> it's got the strategy guide for seventeen and seventeen and thirty games because most of it is like punch, punch, jump, jump. You know, yeah. but there's uh, like I'm sure it's probably got the walkthrough of Zelda because it'll probably be like ten pages. You know, at that, this point, <laughs> um, page and a half. But uh, paragraph. <laughs> but not only that, it's also a a book about the history of the console too. Yeah. It's, it's more than just the strategy guide. It's got like. This is the history. This is how why it was created and the workings. And I'm like, and it's in the book itself. Looks like the old cartridge. And I'm like, yeah. that's only fifty bucks. <laughs> I mean, I'll just sit on and wait till like it, it drops down price. I'm like, I'm going to finish Zelda by using cheap book, or uh, I can just fucking YouTube the ten minute thing. Go, yeah, I did it. Yay! You know, <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Yay! GTS. <laughs> yeah. I, I I just it was. Like and a couple other games like uh, there's, you can obviously tell them that when Nintendo had a theme and decided to stick with it. Yeah. Because then you, you have Super Mario Brothers, you have the original Mario Brothers, and then you have this ice one that looks like Super Mario Brothers, except the screen looks like it's clear blue, so it must be ice. The Doctor Mario. Doctor Mario, uh. which is which is Tetris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they can't get Tetris, so Nintendo decided to make their own. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well. I, I didn't. I didn't want to start that one because if I knew if I started, 
I, I would I would not eat dinner that day, you know, because it would definitely be fall into that well of. And that is my life with Tetris. I can yeah. literally play Tetris for hours yeah. and yeah. hours and hours, <clears throat> and then be like, "What did I do today?" Yeah, <laughs> like, did I shower? <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I mean, like the way Skyrim and sometimes Destiny, like you wake up, you clock in. You're playing, and you go, oh, I'm just put a couple hours in, and next thing you know, bam, you're hungry, and it's dark out, and you're like, what the fuck happened? That's how, th- I can see that Tetris thing, it's just like, ugh. You're looking at the games? Yeah, I'm trying to find yeah, the yeah. games, here we go. You're looking at the website, 30, yeah. which would say 30 of the best retro games ever, and most of them were Mario ripoffs. Like, <laughs> we got Super Mario Bros., Super Mario Bros. 3, Legends of Zelda, which you talked about, Donkey Kong, uh-huh. Metroid, that was a good game, I yeah. liked that one a lot. Pac-Man, I remember that one. Uh, the original Final Fantasy. What's the one with the C? Uh, uh, Super C. Well, that's the thing. That original Final Fantasy wasn't the original Final Fantasy game of thing. We never seen the original Final Fantasy uh. because Jap- Japan there was a Final Fantasy, and then I think we got Final Fantasy two as the first Final uh, Fantasy. Game. So that's the one no one's ever played. Nope. All right, um, it's Super Contra. Yeah, but it's they call it Super C. So I'm like, I wonder if the code works. Up, down, up, down, down left, left, right, right, left a, right, A, B, A. Like, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, B, A, start. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> so Kirby's see, Adventure. Ooh, I hate that one. Kirby's Adventure was just basically Super Mario with a fucking fluffy can. Yep. You know, that eight things. Dr. Mario, which you said, uh, punch you out featuring Dr. Dream. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Dream, sorry, not yeah, Dr. Yeah, Mr. Dream. Mr. Dream is Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, balloon Fight. Oh, that was a crappy game. Uh, Donkey Kong Jr. was uh, interesting to play. Zelda 2. I never liked Zelda 2. I never did. Because that's a side-scroller versus the, like, kind of like the oh, above. The traditional top, yeah. 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 It was really hard to get to. Because after you, after you play Zelda, and that, to me, was like, like well, there's innovative games. You're like, that was great. And then you see Zelda 2, and you're like... It's a side-scroller? Come on. I'm living in an 8-bit world, and you're giving me 4-bits. Tech Mobile. That was a great That's one. That's a good one. I, I love that I, one. I, I dabbled in that a little bit, and I was, again, forgot the kind of controllers. Like, And the thing is, you got you to gotta look up the year it was, and you have to look up the NFL, what it was, because what Tech Mobile and Super Tech Mobile did was, did was is that the year that they came out was the way the teams actually played in the season. Yeah. So the way certain players were, because I remember Super Tech Mobile – it was um, Bo Joe, Jackson. Yeah, Bo Jackson was, was, a, was, was a huge one. But the 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 Forty Niners because that uh-huh. was the, their Super Bowl year. It was um, I can't remember the the, act, the the actual athletes' names. It was uh, Joe Montana. Joe Montana, and then his his receiver, uh, yeah, uh, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. You could you could literally be on the fifty yard line, run back to the end zone. Jerry Rice could be in the other end zone and throw the ball mm-hmm. and like he'd catch it. Mm-hmm. And like there'd be like three or four guys around him. And it didn't matter if they were like all over him. Or <laughs> hey, not. they were stuck in like glue. <laughs> hey, hey, big glue. And he always caught the ball. You're like, really? I'm like, so you like like we used to play that and like everybody played the 49ers because they they had like the great year. And I'm like, this sucks. So we, they used to have in the old days, those old like used to go to the front of the sh- uh, like a supermarket. And they had those old quarter, like, used to get mm-hmm. gum or candy or whatever. There used to be football helmets. Mm-hmm. They didn't really do anything. It was just Right. A, it was just a football helmet. It was just a football mm-hmm. helmet. They were all random. And there, was, there was this plastic cap she used to pull out. And mm-hmm. thing. That's how we pick our teams. We'd go in, yes. put our quarter in, twist it, and you go, I got the Saints. You know, like, I had to play mm-hmm. the Saints. You know? <laughs> somebody got Pittsburgh or somebody got, you know, like, the, the, 
Uh, the Oilers, Houston Oilers, when they I, were around. I'm looking over your shoulder so I can see Excite Bike. I'm like, God, I haven't played that in ages. Yes. But there's Ice Climber. Ice Climber basically is Su- Super Mario Brothers. It's Mario ice. Brothers. Donkey Kong. Yep. It's like, okay, climb this mountain, blah, blah, blah. Kid Icarus. I'm like, I never played Kid Icarus at all. So I'm like, all right. Double hey, Dragon. Double Dragon. That it's was a good one. Double Dragon 2, actually. The Revenge. Yeah. Mario Brothers, which looks ironically enough like all the like, uh, there's Super C, Super Contra. That's what, right. What? Galica. Uh, that's it, Star Tropics. Star Tropics, yeah. Yeah, that's the one where I was like, oh, I can jump. <laughs> <laughs> Ghosts and Goblins. Now, that I was that actually originally on the uh, Sega when that came right. out. And then they, they brought it to Nintendo. And it was like, eh. It, the the yeah. second version was better, but whatever. And then Gradius. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, now, now it should be a breeze for you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, it's, again, it's, it's the... You can't slide. I was like, how do I scoot? I got to scoot. I gotta, you know, I'm like, baby, you got you to gotta run and scoot. You got to you slide. He's like, I don't know how to scoot. I'm like, you got to... And you can't explain how to do it. You know, like it's it's hard to explain which buttons to push at what time to be able to run and scoot. Yeah. You just kind of yeah. just like watch my fingers, <laughs> you know, like just, yeah. just, just watch what I do because I used to know how to do it. But like Sean said, going back, you're like, fuck, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it was a little saddening, but yeah. I mean, the next day I played right back and got to like the first two worlds and was like, all right, I have my fun. I'll play later. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not, it's a nice walk down memory. It's a nice place yeah. to visit, but I, it, I don't want to live there anymore. Like, because yeah. it is, it's like, okay, you know what? There I am playing Punch Out. I'm like, all right, I'm enjoying it. I, I get the thing. I, I got a little frustrated, sure. And I'm like, you know what? I'm now going to play Destiny. Because, <laughs> like, that eight bits that I just watched is just my bike. Like, you know, like all that memory that is used to create that world fits in the tiny palm of this world. Like, yeah. you know, it's like just, I'm like, I'd rather play in the future. Not in the past. Well, it's the thing. Like, like I remember when actually when after like Super Nintendo came out, like sixty four and sixty four came out, and all them. Some like some of my friends were going back to older games because it wasn't the the fact that they liked the older games. It was like more of a challenge because mm-hmm. it's like it's been yeah. so long. The controllers mm-hmm. have gotten more complicated. It's actually going back and going. Can I remember how to play these right. games? It was a challenge for them, and they would challenge each other. Like, oh, let's play this game. I'm like, oh, this game sucks because it's eight bits. But you go. You know what? I can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, and, right. I, and I've talked about fast when the, the old the old uh, uh, Pitfall, you know, for the for the Atari, you know, and was, when they did that for the Super Nintendo, and they played, I played that thing for hours because it was like so easy. Now and I'm like, wow, this is like, mm-hmm. I remember dying within like 20 minutes mm-hmm. of playing the game when I first bought it because it was hard. They already had for 25 dollars the Edge joystick for the NES Classic Edition, which is uh, 25 bucks. It looks like it's a wireless. I'm like, oh. But it, it's literally the joystick and the buttons. <laughs> like, oh. The uh, Nintendo controller itself, I know it's, it's like an extra 10 bucks, but I'm more interested in fucking um, extension cords. Yeah. Or at least, uh, let's see, blah, 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 um, <coughs> cable. So, I mean, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. You know, in Nintendo NES, six foot. Yeah, NES Extend Link Extension Cable for NES Classic Edition, right? Yeah. It's like, all right, you know what? The thing set went for 65 bucks. okay. Oh, look, it's $10. I'm going to need two. <laughs> like, that's already 20 bucks. Yeah, another 20 bucks. Add it on. 
and, and, another, and controller. another controller, which is another ten bucks. Now I'm already in the hole with thirty dollars. So now this that's half the half the yeah, system. It's half the system. So that sixty five dollar thing is now ninety. 95. So I'm gonna be a oh, hundred bucks deep into a retro system. <laughs> Which I think, ironically enough, back in the day, that's how much the original dental cost. <laughs> I think it was a hundred bucks. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was back then. The hundred bucks. Was right like, back then, yeah. It's like a five hundred dollars system today. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, look, I'm spending the exact same amount of it back in 1980. Like, you know, like, oh. That's a, that's that was the first thing I bought was it? Yes, with my paycheck first. First actual job I yeah. had, I bought one. I because you, my folks weren't going to buy it for me. Yeah, no. I mean, it's a waste of time. You no, know? like, yeah, but it keeps me. In the, uh, my argument was like, well, it keeps me out of trouble. You know where I'm at. And Dad kind of bought that one. Like, you know, he's like, <laughs> all right, I can see that. I can live with that one. Like, that's actually a good answer. <laughs> like, like, yes. See, my parents didn't. They were like, girl, if you don't get your ass outside and go fucking play, like, we didn't have. I only had one because it got handed down to me. Like, I think the very first game system that I ever had was a PlayStation 1, and I was, like, 14. So, it's 2004 is when I got a PlayStation well, 1. Because that was the thing. Like, like I was I was in the video games. Like, we had the, what's called a Radio Shack, how it was called. It was a TV. They, they didn't call it a video game system because it used to be a, it looks like, it looked like an old brick telephone from, like, the 80s. <laughs> and it had a side <laughs> control. It was a, it was a, a, a turn dial. It was uh-huh. a, the pad. So it was a two-player thing, and you hooked it up to your TV, and it was like squash. It was all like that eight-bit, the well, not even eight-bit, it was like four-bit. These two <laughs> lines going back and forth, and it was like that. It was like squash. It was like the two lines were together, like mm-hmm. on side by side, and the tennis was on either side, and it was like pretty much those all those games the same. We used to play it for hours, and my dad be like, "Go outside and play stuff." <laughs> so we ended up like buying action figures and having the vehicles, mm-hmm. and now we had neighborhood kids came over. And I hated it because I hated them playing with my toys. I was like, they never played with them right. I'm like, you're going to break that. That's mine. Well, I'm looking. I'm, I'm, I'm on GameStop.com's yeah. website. Power the players. There's mini boss wireless controller for NES Classic Edition. That's 20 bucks. So if I want to go wireless, I got to pay 20 bucks for that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but I love the product details of this. Is, is they honestly, they realize like, Conquer any game that sets the high score with Mini Boss for NES Classic Edition. Mini Boss features Space Age cordless technology, <laughs> allowing cord free play from up to 30 feet away. Cords are so yesterday, and cordless is the future. Sit back in comfort and enjoy the classics. No need to be close to the television. <laughs> Two offset ergonomic face buttons give you the precision needed to make those jumps, avoid beams, and for mass button mashing action. Two is all you need. <laughs> the red four-way directional pad is perfect for up, down, right, any occasional left movement. <laughs> Precise mashing action with, com- with complete wireless freedom. Play cord-free up to 30 feet away. Two offset ergonomic face buttons. Two is all you need. And uh, the four-way directional pad. I'm like, I, like, I'm like, okay. Okay, so it's 20 bucks for that. And then you said it was $10 for the cable. It's, if yeah, you if got I the want, cable version, and what was it? How much for the controller with the wire? It's the the wire controller, the extra wire controller is ten bucks. Yeah, and then These. obviously the, the six foot extension cord. Because there's no way I'm going to be. I, I I need the extension. Yeah. So you're looking at another twenty bucks there. So that's three dollars. If I decide to go wireless, it's twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks. So I'm like I'm I'm like I I don't want to go wireless. It's kind of 
I'm okay with the wire part. I just need it to be longer. Yeah. So I'm eventually going to have to go out and show out, like, maybe next paycheck. I'm going to get a little extra cash on me because I don't be strapped for that 30 bucks, you know, to go get myself two extension cords. Until then, we're old school in it. You die, my turn. <laughs> Legit. You know, we both be Mario. Just you, I mean, like, you can be Mario first. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, they used to have it where you, if you had the one controller new, like if you were, then they have like two player, like you were Luigi, like you knew. Oh, yeah. I wonder they, if uh, they could do that. I wonder if that does. I wonder if that does that. We'll have to fight. We'll have to figure it out. You know, we'll have to go look and play like Super Mario World or something like that. So play two players and see if, unless I unplug it and plug it. It's really old school. <laughs> unplug it from player one and plug it into player two. <laughs> but those Nintendo sons of bitches are genius. Because that cla- that controller... Because you bought it. Well, that, there's that. <laughs> but it's the idea that the plug to plug into the unit itself has got the Wii U and Wii um, connectors to it. Oh, okay. So you can actually use that connect that controller to play on your Wii U. So like if you wanted to go really old school on a Wii U game, you could actually use that <laughs> controller. Yeah. And I'm like, the Wii U comes with a fucking touchpad control pad. Why would you... Like, really? Like... <laughs> Like, all right. And now how's that going to affect with the Switch coming out in three months? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, next month we'll be doing our expose on the Nintendo Switch. You know? So, yeah. That's what we got. That's kind of... That was our week. Yeah. But amongst working, we got some video. We got some retro gaming in. I got my ass handed to me by a flamenco dancer. (laughs) You know how embarrassing that is? That's it. Like, if I went to school the next day and go... Yo, how far did you get? I got to the Flamingo Kid. You beat, you got beat by, it's like the third guy in. Like, yeah, I know. That is sad. It's like, you <laughs> fucking, uh-huh, sure, look at me. Pop. I just punched you in the face. I can't believe you did that. That's so horrible. Uh, I was ashamed. I had to walk away. I was like, I need a smoke. Like, I walked away. I was like, Ugh. I need a chocolate milk. I, like, oh, I, need, I need the hardest. I'm going with the desk quick. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but there I am, a middle-aged man playing classic Danny S with a girl in his room. Like, Life doesn't get any better than this. Jab, jab, punch. <laughs> like, uh, Looking over. Okay, it's your turn. And she's and she's laughing. Imagine she laughing at you because you've lost the flamingo. <laughs> and well, she didn't know. She didn't know anything about the game. But there she is. In she's laying on bed. She's on her belly. Her feet are up in the air, a la like kid style, while she's playing Super Mario. And I'm going. I really am 16 again. Like <laughs> like this is exactly what I remember everyone doing when they had this thing. Like just. I was playing Pac-Man. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember. Like, oh my, oh wow. I was like, the I am like, the responses are not as good. I guess then I'm older, so my reflexes aren't good. So I was like, I have to kind of push if I want to go up, just a, maybe a hair earlier than I used to have yeah. to, you know. <laughs> and it's like, oh my, here you come. Here you come. Move, move. Ah, Blinky got me. Like, <laughs> like the. The, it's the dopey of the ghosts. <laughs> he, he got me, you son of a bitch. It's like, oh, no, I'm hurt my ankle. I'm limping. And it's going, really? 
it has its moments. I'll say like it's, it was enjoyable. Like I'll probably at least I'll, I'll dabble in Doctor Mario because I I love Tetris so much, but I never played Doctor Mario because yeah. I had Tetris. Uh. To me, it was like, oh, you guys are playing? We're playing Doctor Mario. It's so much fun. Like it's Tetris. We don't have Tetris. I got Tetris. Dude, let's come over to your place and bring it over. I'm not bringing it over. Why? It's because it's fucking Tetris. <laughs> you know, like, it's never leaving this house. It's, you know, what are you doing? Just square, square, square. Give me, just give me a line. Just give me, just give me, give me a solid piece. Give me a solid. Oh, it's the the L one, <laughs> not the one I need. It's the opposite <laughs> one. Uh, yep. Oh, look, the stairs, the stairs, the stairs. Where's the long one? It's just a long one. I have. If, give me two long ones, and I'm fucking done. I'm done this level. There's one. Oh, I fucking missed. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, memories. <laughs> All right, so that was our week. I think we got nothing else to add. Is there anything you would like to add? No, no, that's it. I think it's time to call it a show. All right, we'll call it a night. Anything you'd like to add there, babe? Nope. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to Geeksters Live here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio and those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to tell, if you're listening to the show live and you'd like to catch the replay with bonus material, you can go to the About section on our Facebook page to find out where you can download it, or you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. It's free. Don't cost nothing. And if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for Geeksters, and it should be there. If it's not, email me at ed at wordswithgeeks.com, and I will get it on there for you. And if there's anything that you'd like me to talk about or walk down memory lane as we talk Castlevania or Ninja Gaiden, (laughs) or your tips and tricks in Super Mario Brothers 2, or... (laughs) Or Donkey Kong Jr. <laughs> or if you just want to hear our response to anything, just you can contact me at Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N-S-H-A-W-N. And don't forget, folks, the next show will be our super Star Wars Rogue Rogue Ones, a Star Wars story Christmas extravaganza. Yeah. Spoilerific version. So until then. May keep your feet on the ground, but keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> Sorry. I never don't eat yellow snow. There's my advice. See you later, folks. Bye. Are you waiting for me to hit the hit the music? <laughs> I'm already. So I'm I'll wait. say it. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. That was part yeah. two. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, um, well, I don't know what more to add. Do we kind of throw it out there on the table and let the chips fall where they lay? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was the most unscripted show we ever had. And uh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably is. Just kind of like, hey, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Let's wing it. <laughs> it uh, you know, I, well, at least you didn't come over prepared like you did for our very first live episode where you had like all this stuff. And we blew through it in twenty minutes. You're like, Shh, we have no show now. <laughs> I'm like, we'll think of something. And that wasn't what we were doing for three hours. Yeah. Straight. <laughs> it's like, we'll think of something. Don't worry about it. I say for a show that was 90% 
unscripted. I mean, no, we, we most of it's unscripted anyway, but yeah. 90% unprepared. I think we did a good job. Yeah. We laughed. I think we laughed a little harder than normal. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, we had wild adventures. You in the penis of America, <laughs> me in the arms of my bedroom playing old school video games. I, but yet still be able to go to the Renaissance time and the you know and the future. <laughs> <laughs> I got to witness the rise of a dark night. <laughs> There you go. And meanwhile, Stacy trapes through the bitter cold of New York City after a smallpox plague in the comfort of her warm house. (laughs) 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 We went adventuring. (laughs) Adventuring, yeah. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, If you want to catch a show live, check your local listings, listings, or check for our Facebook page, Geeksters. Um, it's usually on Sunday nights, starting around six o'clock, give or take. It's always in a, who knows. Yes. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Um, uh, you can usually catch the show again live on Sundays on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio and those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And tune in for our next show. There's like I like the fact that I can actually spoil the next yeah. show and go. The next show will be a spoiler, I'm going to call it the spoilerific Rogue One Star Wars story Christmas extravaganza. Yes. Where we're going to sit down and talk Rogue One, the good parts, the bad parts, so I hear there's not a lot of bad parts, um, the wow moments and the oh my God, I can't believe they pulled that off moments. Yes. And, and we're probably, if you haven't seen Rogue One, which at this point, why are you even listening to the show? Because it's geek pop culture yes so i mean you're kind of required by law to at least see that movie <laughs> uh so if you don't want it to be spoiled then don't download the show <laughs> <laughs> i mean or if you want it to be spoiled or you don't care you just like to hear what we think about it just again tune in to be riveting riveting i don't know how long it'll be it'll be like yeah it was good what'd you think yeah it was good okay end of the show <laughs> <laughs> so uh We'll see you next time, folks. Uh, but in the meantime, if you want to talk to Ed and contact him, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. You said it so soulful. S-H-A-W-N. W-N. That's my, it's my radio station. Ding, ding, ding. Sean FM. S-H-A-W-N. <laughs> see you later, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo.